and joining me tonight is Jess. Hey guys, what's up? And Nicole. Yowdy. And Mama K. <laughs> Jess is fresh from taking her cat out of the microwave, so yay. <laughs> we almost got a fresh all the way down without a... You dropped the meowdy. That kind of got a chuckle out. Uh, tonight we are doing we are doing a catch up show it's like we did a couple months ago. I guess it was like two months ago. Wow, that was two months ago. Time time moves. Okay, time to catch up. Yeah. Time to catch we were up. On vacation to- for like three weeks, Brennan. So I know, but like it was whatever. It was two months ago, and uh, we've seen some other stuff since then, and done our usual reviews. But then there's also a bunch of things we see. That, like, some of it's worth talking about, but only one of us is going to see it. And then some of it is maybe not worth doing a whole episode, but there's a couple minutes to talk about here and there. And that's what this is. We're here to catch up on all the stuff we've seen since we last spoke to you. And it'll be some new stuff for me. I don't know what the rest of you guys brought to the table here. But uh, I went first last time. Does anyone wa- want to volunteer before or to, to go first here tonight? Anyone Anyone want to offer something they, they brought to the table first? I saw Tetris. You saw Tetris. All right, Apple TV's Tetris, correct? <laughs> I, yes. I don't know if that's how people are calling it, but that's where Tetris. 2023 is Tetris. Okay, why don't yeah. you talk? Uh, anyone else see this? I don't think anyone else is. Uh, no one else no. saw Tetris? No one else is joining in on that. The product biopic, there was the, you know. We don't was... have Apple TV. Yeah, we do. I think you do. Oh. <laughs> we watched Severance. How else are we going to watch Severance? We, got Co- <laughs> we watched Coda. Severance? Well, I watched Severance. You didn't watch Severance. So my my statement stands. I didn't right. know we, we watched had Apple, TV. Apple TV. <laughs> we watched Coda. Then that's on Apple TV. Whatever. I understand. Tetris. It's on Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, Taron Edgerton is the titular person of Tetris. He plays Tetris. Tetris. Man. <laughs> he does not. Well, he does play Tetris. Yes, everyone plays Tetris. Uh-huh. But he is. He, there's not a per- person called uh, Tetris. But I think mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, the guy that he played uh, sort of went and made a deal with this other guy who actually made the game. It's all about who has the rights to Tetris. And they were talking, it was about the game, game, handheld game rights of Tetris. This was like way before when Game Boy was just getting started. So um, labeled a thriller mystery. Yeah, was it thrilling? I, I've heard it's like an espionage <laughs> film, but it's about Tetris. I'm like, kind of like the it's a Cold War. Yeah, it's a Cold War espionage film. It's sort of like you're going to go. The, you know, at one point the Russian people, everyone goes to Russia because Russia has the right. The guy who made it is there, and has, Russia has the rights to it, sort of, but not really. It's very vague. And mm. at one point, the Russian uh, bad guy, the big bad guy is going from room to room, from one room to another, like interrogation room to interrogation room, trying to uh, figure out what's going on. And it's like the weirdest, I don't know, it feels like the, like a pre squid game situation or something. It's very strange. Um, Yeah. It's, it's just a cold war thing. I guess Taron Edgerton is good in it. I'm not really sure the character he plays is quite a character. So I'm assuming that this person is he like Rocket Man? He's not like Rocket Man. No, Would you recommend Tetris? Yeah, no. I mean, just play the game. I went to play the game afterward, and it wasn't as fun as I remember it being. So I think the movie might have spoiled the actual Tetris for me. So all right, so that is a Tetris. There, I don't know exactly where we're gonna jump in. Uh, Jess, we got Tetris to start. Kind of a uh, interesting thriller on a on a game first uh, off i thought tetris was a game i didn't even know it was a movie 
Well, <laughs> every, everything's a movie now. There's Flamin' Hot Shocking Cheetos a movie. Stuff. Shoes are movies. You know, everything's a Flamin movie. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, Cheetos are movies. Like, you know, every Hot Cheetos. <laughs> and no one's bringing Flamin' Hot to the table today, I guess. Well. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. You guys, you guys don't know about the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie? I guess I should have brought that no. as like a, oh. Is it like a TikTok thing? No, I mean, I'm sure it was yeah, on TikTok at some girl point. on Chick tiktok yeah I there is that. a flame okay you know what maybe maybe on our next catch up in in april or something we'll um we'll bring someone will bring forward because that's on that Hulu, what these things are called catch-ups when you were like can we catch up and i'm like catch up when you she thought we were just gonna chat <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> i just don't know how many things i have to explain sometimes you don't know what a catch-up is like oh, you no, never no, had like jess's turn She's not sure what to talk about. <laughs> like, what, is someone gonna bring the Did mustard? I... Like, what the hell? Like, what? Can, what I don't even know what's I happening you just right now. To hang out. <laughs> oh. It's the hangout episode. <laughs> this is. <laughs> we did you do okay. have a thing for, but whatever. Anyway, you're. Okay, so <laughs> you I really recently? only have two things to talk about because um, I think everything else I've talked about on the show. So, I unfortunately saw Argyle, which so. There's nothing in the theaters right now, and the only two things that are worth seeing is Argyle and the Liam Hemsworth movie, and the times didn't work for Kyle and I to see the Liam Hemsworth movie, and we mm-hmm. were like, well, we have to see Argyle. And I'm like, I made such a big fuss about how I'm I never going to see this movie. <laughs> I know. Are you I not the only person who's seen Argyle? I don't want to see Argyle? this stupid cat, and now I have yes. to face Brendan and, told him, and tell him that I actually saw it. <laughs> well, yep. I don't really want to see it. Well, okay, did you ever end up seeing Argyle? No, because nobody wanted to see it, so I was just like, man, okay. <laughs> no, but I didn't right, which... want to see it, and I ended up seeing it, because it there's nothing else to choose from. That is It's so funny. bad. It's so, so, so bad. Oh, no, I refuse to believe it. It's Brandon, you might actually think it's a so bad, it's good kind of movie. Or you think like, it's that it's, bad? Like, it's really bad? I think you find like... it comical. I, uh, it's supposed okay. to be comical, isn't it? I, it's supposed to be, no, yeah. No, like, but uh, I mean, like, not in the, the plot sense, more in the, like, you're laughing at the movies. Like, how oh. baffling everything is. Like, yeah. Uh, what's the. What. What. Can you. You describe. I mean, everyone who's. We've talked about Argyle. It's a spy movie. Matthew Vaughn, he makes the kick ass and the. Uh, what other things he makes? He makes, like. Teenage boy spy movies with like a bunch of splattery, comic y kind did of you say style. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew Vaughn. If I did, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Wait, what, what, what did I call him before? Mahogany? <laughs> you, called Matthew, you called him Matthew Mahogany before. That was really <laughs> That was back when you were. That was. It, that was Dennis Quad. Dennis Quad days. <laughs> Dennis Quad! <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Mahogany. I you know, I never really cared for Matthew Mahogany. You know, I just found him whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he wasn't even in Argyle, you know. No, so Argy- Argyle not good. Any nothing redeeming about Argyle? Um, nothing redeeming, not even the cat. Not even the cat. The way that it meows when it's going over the bridge. <sighs> There's nothing about the cat that I and I love cats and I'm just like we could have made that such a better cat. I don't know. I don't even. So watching the trailer, you think it's about this girl who's writing this book and then she kind of finds out as she's typing it, it's happening in real life. That's what I thought the trailer was about. That's not even what it's really about. It's about this, this girl who apparently in like her past life was a spy and then she got into a coma 
And then she woke up and she remembered nothing about her life. And uh, apparently she thought she was a normal girl with anxiety. And then the bad guys kind of adopted her and told her that they were her parents. And then she's kind of recalling what happened in the past. And then, that is crazy. That's what that's yeah. the plot of Argyle. <laughs> I yeah. didn't. I mean, and I'm sure that's full of spoilers, but and no then one when cares she about kind Argyle. Of, like figures out who she is, she turns into like this evil kind of like spy person. This is Bryce Dallas and Howard. So the her red-headed. writing her book right. is actually like her recalling her memory of being a spy. So it it wasn't even <laughs> what the trailer told you, but it it was about. She's Agent Argyle all along. Yeah. <laughs> no, her actually it's not name is, Henry it's Cavill. Like, it's no, not of course even it's not Argyle. Henry her name is like what is it? Like Rachel R. Kyle or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Jess. I might I might like this. This sounds terrible. <laughs> this sounds really bad. But that could be another Matthew Mahogany. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad sounding. I didn't know it was that. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, you piqued it my interest, so actually. I'm glad you said Okay. What was the other thing you said in case, since your, your call's been Oh, weird, so the only thing case. that I've been watching on TV is The Sopranos because uh, Nicole oh my is, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I think I told you guys last time. Um, so now we're in the middle of season two, maybe season two, episode like six or seven. What are you thinking so far? It's really, really funny. And I can't believe uh, I would ever like a show funny? that's 25 years old. I know. Because I would just assume it was just corny and hard to watch. But it's good. And sometimes, yeah, like, the videotography, you can't blame it. It's 25 years old. But, like, the writing (laughs) is really good, and the characters are really funny. And I'm like, if we could do this 25 years ago, why can't we do more things like this now? It's so good. (laughs) It's so funny. Wow. Look at that, Nicole. What are your recommendations? Going far. Yeah. People don't want to watch smart stuff. That's why. Yeah, definitely. I was just talking about wanting to watch it again because that's all I've been thinking about. I would say, do we want to try, speaking of TV shows that were recommended on the last show, I, Nicole and I watched a TV show that was recommended on the last episode. Oh, really? We watched two seasons of a, a TV show that's a, a new one. It's on FX. It's called The Bear. We watched two, <gasps> both episode or both episodes, both seasons of The Bear. I didn't think you knew this one, okay, because you were the one, oh, you were the yeah. one who suggested that. Wait, did you even watch it? I thought you said you wanted to watch it. We did this or last you, time. Did you actually watch it? In this, in the two months that uh, between the catch-up episodes, we caught up on the bear because uh, <laughs> it was yeah. recommended to us. And uh, Nicole, what yeah. did what did what did we think? What did you like? Did you like the bear? Uh-huh. Well, thanks for taking one of my things. I was going to talk about because you have more things than me. So I'm leading it in though. That well, because it was um, a natural transition from The Sopranos, so I just took it. Uh, I jumped. I jumped right on it, so I had to do it. Yeah. That was one of the things I did say I, I was toying between that and something else. I forget right now. But um, I have to say, uh, I don't really like it. <laughs> what? Um, you watched both seasons. I didn't realize you didn't like did not it that bring you really. until White Boy Winter. <laughs> Come on. I got no hints. Um, I'm so a little surprised. <laughs> I I love the premise. I love watching the the bones of this restaurant and the heat and the arguments and the the sassiness i love all of that but unfortunately and i don't know how other people feel about this one character i cannot stand the main girl sous chef and i can't remember her name right now oh you don't like sydney why not sydney i love Um, sydney i know i figure most people did 
Um, I don't know. You just uh, like her so much. Yeah, I mean, I don't. There's some times where I think she messes up, but they all mess up like regular people. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't think that she fits with the vibe of the rest of the show. Um, these people are like hardened and grotesque, and they are in <laughs> in like the she's depths too posh of for them. <laughs> they're, she's they're in like the depths of Chicago, where you expect to see a lot of these. Uh, and I'm just calling it because this is how they're portrayed. These sleazeball guys working in a, um, a shitty beef shop, right? Like, that's what it is. And then to come in there and now they're like, okay, this is the place we're going to make a Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> like, okay, there's, <laughs> there's already one in Chicago, which they allude to a lot. Um, I think it's called Alinea. Um, and that's, you I think. called Chlamydia? Alinea. <laughs> <laughs> not chlamydia with a k um alinea with an a oh. um <laughs> do you know how to spell brennan no. alinea um <laughs> and they allude to a lot of michelin star restaurants around the country and around the world which i really i, I like the the gastronomy and i like the um the food premise of the show but it's just that's not gonna happen in fucking little part of dinky part of chicago i'm sorry it just doesn't make sense but anyway i don't like her i love the idea of the show i love the 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 themes i just she she threw me off yeah i like the show much more i i i liked um i liked it quite a bit but um the best episode is actually the one the, the, that she's not in. It's the the dinner episode. The seven. It is <laughs> the seven the seven fishes <laughs> dinner episode in the second season. That's like yeah, the best. You remember that correct? Well, okay. the, to- the the total yeah. backstory of the whole thing. That's the best. Yeah, that's why. But why is she not in the episode? I can't. Did it's, she- a flashback. it's a flashback. It's, I don't it's a flashback. Spoil too okay. much, but yeah. There's, oh, you're goes... talking about the dinner, the home dinner, the Seven yeah. Fishes dinner, oh, yeah, not the God. one in the restaurant. Yes. No, the the, the one yes. with Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee oh, Curtis, and uh, and Nathan for you, and a bunch of, and a bunch yeah, of other people. That is a that's a brilliant episode. It's also I think one of the longer that. episodes. Um, yeah, it comes out of nowhere too. You don't like because the rest of the show is not like that. The rest of the show is just regular like. Eight, it's was it eight or eight or ten episodes, and then the, what I like to think most about it is that the two seasons are so different, but it's the same They're people. They're very different. They're so different, but the same characters have to populate them feasibly. I think the second seasons, I'm with Nicole. You have to stretch more as far as like it doesn't quite. Um, it almost like the second season's almost another show with the same kind of couple of people, but then like some people have to like change who like and Richard is the whole, Richie has to change who he is as a character. Yeah. Like yeah. The whole thing is that they have this strict timeline to get this restaurant completed, but the the timeline doesn't make sense of how long the I call her Jeff because I don't remember her name, but the one that calls him Jeff, um his his her new sous chef. Like she and the other guy go to culinary classes and and all these things are happening that's a it seems longer than what is available to us in this episodes like they're giving us like 7 weeks i i just can't imagine all these things happening in there i don't know it, the timeline doesn't make sense to me mm. um, i just feel like they pack a lot into this season yeah. the seasons to try the to make guy a point. goes to the netherlands or whatever too that takes oh yeah yeah episode. yeah that, it's it's so, so much yeah. I Where wish... do they get all this fucking money? I know they got it from their family friend, but like, this is a lot of uh, a lot of upfront money. It's in the tomato cans. It's in the. Uh, right. It's in the. Oh, cans. that was actually 
kind of cool. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much cool. about it, but I think we're being vague enough. Where I think, but I would recommend the bear both seasons. Um, they're and First I, season I would over the second though. I guess, but the best episode is in the second season, so it's kind of hard. I get the to... appeal though. It's it's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of uh, anxiety. There's a lot of activity. Like I yeah. I, I like that. Um, there's just little things about it that I was like, okay, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm tired of these two interaction. This interaction here, like stuff like that. Have you yeah. seen you the bear? Learn how to cook oh. anything if you like watch them. No. No. Because I basically, so. no. what they're doing is. It's a whole, they're setting up the restaurant. There's a lot of like menu prep and stuff. And most of it is watching the trial and error of the menu. So it's not like they just, boom, make something amazing overnight. But still, that goes back to my timeline. How how much time do these people have if they're building a restaurant in six weeks? Yeah. It's like yeah. three months, but you're, you're right. It's very, um, it's very fast. But uh, yeah. Yeah. First oh, even... and the, oh, one other thing, mm-hmm. the relationship piece with, with the main guy and, and, the girl the I, I don't like that either yeah, yeah i don't I like don't that either that actually wrecked the second season for me yeah i i did not they care didn't for that. need it the yeah. who? which one I, the relationship between bear and, and oh the, the yeah i guess you guess they needed it for the ending time. oh yeah yeah uh i caught up on poor things uh poor things the one that she left on jess you remember poor things up for a bunch oh, of poor. academy awards oh you saw it i knew you're i know you're gonna love it yeah, it's great. Why didn't you like poor things? It's so good. Poor things was amazing. The fisheye thing was so annoying to look at. It he did it a lot. It was through a lot of the. Uh, K, did you see poor things on my recommendation or no? Did you not? Uh... I did not see poor things. No one else saw poor things. Well, poor things is a Yorgos Lanthimos film up for a bunch of Oscars like a dozen or so i don't know it's, it's right up there with oppenheimer but um it's a uh, director of the favorite from a couple years ago although that's a much more straightforward movie than this uh killing of a sacred deer the lobster so makes fun family friendly <laughs> easily I accessible that side from all the way over here <laughs> easily accessible movies and uh yeah no but it's easily accessible like in thought or finding them on netflix <laughs> i mean they are in theaters for quite a while but uh no, it's more <laughs> more of a jest of how um um not normal his things are so i will, I will say about this one though d- despite the world the world building is like intimidatingly strange to like look at and there isn't really like a narrative drive and the, and the whole plot is just like that the whole gimmick is uh uh emma stone it, she dies at the very beginning and she gets reanimated with her dead baby's brain. And so now it's a baby in Emma Stone's body, and then she grows up kind of quickly through the movie. And then we see... Oh. But it's in this weirdo, bizarro world. But it's in this bizarro world. It's a baby's mind in a grown woman's body. And I think... It's like a Frankenstein like, thing. There's, just yeah. so, there's so much sex in it, and I was like, all right. There's a I'm, ton of sex in it. it. There is a baby. Well, it's a baby brain. Yes. So she has a baby brain, and then she figures out what arousal is. So, like, the baby likes having sex because it feels good, and then you're just watching her have sex the whole movie. I thought it was that's that's not. I mean, it's that's a little reductive, but yes, that is not it. That is not inaccurate. That is, if you if you wanted to really boil it down to what's going on, that's all these guys like something up for an Oscar. (laughs) 
you got like Mark Ruffalo's hit hitting on her, and like this other guy. Like they're all like, "Oh, she's so beautiful. She's so what?" I'm and it's super like grossed out right now. But it's a toddler. Like it's a little, it's a little baby brain, and and she, yeah, she. Uh, oh my god! So she, she like um, talks like a baby. She talks like a baby. Oh no! Yeah, she like- yeah. And it's all the men are like really into this because they can. Yeah. They fi- it's Emma Stone, but with this, yeah. but acting like a toddler, yeah. and they're like, "Wow, this is a perfect, the perfect woman." <laughs> and uh, Willem Dafoe is like this. Cre- he's the father. He's like this creature man who has he has very funny belch. Like his belches, his belches are very funny. Anyone who hasn't seen the movie is like, "Oh, how could a belch be so funny?" But Jess, do you agree the belches are funny? When he has little bubbles, his little bel- burp bubbles. No. Jess, do I you mean... remember? If, remember, I walked out in the middle of this movie. So. <laughs> no, we, might, hey. we might not have burped yet. Uh, he he was burping <laughs> in the first couple scenes. I know. I don't know how you wouldn't remember it. It's very um. There's some unforgettable things. I really liked it. It, it, it it's um. It's definitely not like a regular mainstream person movie, but uh, it's it's surprisingly engaging. Like usually those kind of movies, I can get bored by the meandering. I don't find this meandering. I I'm pretty engaged in the whole story. It's very funny too. I laugh throughout constantly, personally. So. Uh, poor things. Positive. And uh, other big things caught up on uh, The Flash. Anyone see The Flash from last year? Big superhero film. Anybody see that? No, no one saw The Flash. Nope. It's on Max I've now. I've never heard of it. Ezra Miller stars. Everyone's favorite really good person. <laughs> I may have seen it. By all accounts. Ezra Miller. And uh, it's got the, the whole the whole hook is it's another time travel multiverse thing. But uh, this one's got Michael Keaton Batman coming back. So that's like... Who they got. And they have like a Supergirl in there. And it's... I did see this movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Real quick. Did you like Flash? <laughs> Memorable. I don't think so. <laughs> like, all I can remember is flashbacks of Flash. And I'm getting... There, are, there is a lot of flashbacks in Flash, actually. So Yeah. I was... I watched it mostly because I, th- I heard uh, Nick Cage was in it on the IMDb... Or not IMDb on Letterboxd. And I wanted to keep my Nick Cage streak going. So I was like, all right. I got to pad the stats. Right. Got to watch Flash. I'll give it a fair shake. Maybe I'll... It's a big budget movie. Maybe I'll like it. And honestly, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's mo- moderately funny at some times. Like, it's not coherent, though. It's not... Not like it doesn't make like the plot's crazy and like it gets really boring for like an hour. Zod comes back for Man of Steel and I hate Man of Steel so much. I really dislike that movie. So anything that reminds me of that, no good. But it's not like quite as dumpster fiery as I was expecting. Like it was kind of just like like kind of reheated. But you know, you could do worse if you're scrolling on Max and you've seen all the other superhero movies and you didn't watch that because you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to watch these anymore. But I don't know. You can yeah. do worse than Flash. And uh, I'll do I'll do one more that I'll and then I'll hand back off to then maybe Nicole I, I can, you can I can tag you back in maybe that'll if you're if you're okay with that we'll it's see. pretty underwhelming at this point I was just gonna rattle mine off and call it a day but now you've hyped hyped me up to something not worthy of what I'm gonna say <laughs> you just maybe, what, maybe people are gonna really be interested in, in the okay. things you're gonna talk about perhaps. All right. Next goal wins Taika Waititi we're gonna do that as its own review probably at some yeah. point right. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to though. It's on. Uh, it's on Hulu right now. It's on uh, the the American Samoa soccer team that lost thirty two nothing in a World Cup game in like two thousand or two thousand one or something. Really embarrassing. Oh. They got annihilated, and their team's like historically bad for like decades, and they're they're terrible. And so they they bring in the disgraced coach Michael Fassbender from wherever, and he's typical disgraced coach, grumpy, has a past, blah blah blah. 
And so ragtag group of Samoans and American yes. Samoans and uh, and uh, this guy, um, one of the main athletes is trans, so they do a thing with that. Uh, what other storylines are in this? It's it's like a kind of a TV movie. I was surprised, like how because I got like a forty something on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that. It's not bad at all. It's much more like a TV movie. Like if it, if it came out on Amazon Prime, maybe it would have like a seventy nine percent. Like it's moderately funny, but not like gut busting funny. Like it's like it's that Taika humor. It's funnier actually coming out of um out of like uh, people from American Samoa, like his style of humor and his writing. It's funnier coming out yeah. of those people than some of the other characters it comes out of. Um, so that kind of naturalistically flows, but like the Michael Fassbender character doesn't quite connect with everything. And like, it just is, it's, it's kind of like light. It doesn't, um, it doesn't really do anything. I guess people were probably expecting it to do something maybe, but I don't know why you would it's just take away TT. He makes good stuff, but nothing yeah. groundbreaking. You don't expect anything really to come from that. I guess because people he made Jojo Rabbit, people were like, "Wow, he can make a funny." I was gonna say that I like. I know I associate him with Jojo Rabbit. There you go. So maybe people are like, "Oh, he made a funny Holocaust movie, so he's legitimate." And but I mean, he's also made Thor: Love and Thunder. Like so, like he just makes whatever. Like he just makes fun things. So Uh, middle of the road, Taika. Not as bad as I was expecting, but definitely better for a catch-up episode because I don't have anything more to say on it. There's like nothing to sink your teeth into it's just three three and a half star fluff well, i'm gonna watch that over naked sex baby movie that you just recommended so <laughs> yeah soon to be yeah. academy award-winning emma stone naked sex naked baby, sex movie, baby movie. Ruffalo and all kinds of, yeah it's gotta gotta Gross. it's good uh Gross. uh nicole any uh do you uh oh jeez um, i mean we can go back to mama k i don't know if she has anything else but uh i'll just i'll wrap mine up okay um i was thinking about what to add to my list of things that I've watched and really have been racking my brain because I cannot literally, I literally cannot think of anything that I've watched. And I'm wondering what I've been doing with my time for the past three months. TikTok because about the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go on TikTok anymore. Really? Um, yeah. No, no, I really don't. Um, hmm. But... I guess I've just been watching a lot of YouTube as normal and something that I've gotten really into recently, and this is like mid-level embarrassing, but I know I'm not the only one. I've been watching a lot of people at the casino playing slot machines. Um, (laughs) There's one person in particular, his name is Brian Christopher, and he does slot machine (laughs) pulls and live streams playing (laughs) slots. And... (laughs) He does, like, massive bets that I could never comprehend and plays, like, $20,000 a night and he goes three times a week. And I'm just absolutely enthralled by this, thinking that this person could make a living spending this much money. Um, He's made it very clear that he doesn't pay taxes on this stuff because of the amount of losses that he has. Um, Wait, how can he not pay taxes on Because the... The losses that he incurs outweigh the winnings, so it's, like, negated. He probably runs it like a business that constantly takes losses, yeah. and so... They're every- part of his his cost of business. Yeah, so he put... When he goes on a slot machine, he's like, I'm gonna put five grand in this slot machine for, you know, five minutes of your entertainment, because that's literally how long it lasts sometimes. And then he'll put that on a line item at, like, you know, end-of-the-year taxes. Like, my business lost... $200,000 or whatever this year. And then, you know, he gets the sales of the merch or whatever. But yeah. And that's... it's not, it's not like just thrown together. Like he has no, a, a, he has a, a, um, 
a crew of people that work for him and there's one guy that sits there and actually counts on a counter how many spins he's done so they don't over spin and his husband is there and he watches and does something with the cameras it's like an incredible thing (laughs) i am jealous the casinos are like so okay about this oh well even better i'm glad you said um he has a a sponsorship from a casino in Vegas on in downtown Vegas where he has his own room at the casino with his branding on it. He oh has his God. own slot machine, he has merch, he has you name it and that's what another part of his income too is all this merch and and the sponsorship at this hotel. But it's incredible. Um it's something I could never do with the amount of money that he has and I just I'm jealous and I'm kind of like living through him so it's fun. Yeah, but it's um, your job. It's the pl- what? If it if it's your job, I and and also I want to be on your team as like the spin counter or whatever. <laughs> easy. I don't I don't want a hard job or anything. Um, but yeah, if you're do- running it as a business, then you're not you would think really it wouldn't be fun, right? Anything. But he I mean, said he loves it still. He can't uh, wait to go back every day. Probably because so, it's the actual part of his job, like. Behind all the logistics, I mean, he is just spinning a slot machine wheel. His kind of gambling addiction, kind of running the show, (laughs) and um, (laughs) and since I'm giving him such a free free shout out right now, it's just the Plaza Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Mm. He only he only films and goes to smoke free casinos in the country. So if it's not a smoke free casino, you won't find him there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been, uh, my new addiction is watching someone else's addiction. Go figure. That's pretty much what life is about. Um, yeah, this actually, well, I, I, the whole point of this show, this is all a long con to get Nicole to admit on tape that she watches our, well, what have you been doing lately? I've been watching mm-hmm. this guy on slots for a month, just like <laughs> hours, just, you know, watching him, just watching him play a slot machine for hours. Does he have like cool music in the background? Or is Not it, really. Like, they no. focus on the music of the machine, really. He has little catchphrases, he says. He says, what's he say? He says, oh, oh uh, he puts a mother-sized wins. That's what is his phrasing, mother-sized. What? Mother it's a lot. It's a lot. He Yo needs. To, he, he needs <laughs> to pay us if we say anymore. <laughs> um, we need him to I sponsor watch, us. <laughs> that's Brian what I'm Christopher saying. Slots is going to sponsor us next time. That would be a lovely. I'll sponsor guess. him too. I mean, yeah. let's. We could do this together. It's we don't a have collab. A, we have to pay to sponsor. We we don't we don't we don't not on that end of no, the. No, it's a collab. It's fine. Oh, it's a collab. I see. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, do we get t-shirts? Is there a lot of crossover in our audiences? Maybe there is now, I suppose. <laughs> the movie Casino? Hello. Mm, is that smoke-free? It's free? perfect. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, I'm almost done. I watched one episode of SNL recently. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> with tr- you were there. Um, oh, okay. It was the one with Travis Kelsey on it. Um that was like maybe a week and a half ago. It was okay. I uh, the girl from the bear was in it. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, I don't like her. <laughs> so like, oh, I can't get away, oh, can't get away from her. She ruins everything. <laughs> and it was like the dumbest. Uh, it might have been a different episode, but anyway, yeah. Um, I don't. I never watched SNL growing up or anything, so that was just. It was. It was kind of mid. Um, and the other thing I've been watching recently, it is a show that's 
currently on. It's like it's on every Tuesday. It's on Fox, so you know what kind of show it is. Um, it's The Floor, hosted by Rob Lowe. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a game show. It's a trivia game show. Right and after I, three hours like of Ryan it. Christopher Slots, it's time for <laughs> The Floor with Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a trivia game show with a bunch of different categories and people compete against each other and then at the end they if they cover the most floor with their winnings then they win the grand prize so yeah that's that's what I've been up to and I don't know what else in my life because that's all I feel I've like the Let's trivia see. and the casino this <laughs> shade, has shades of like coming off the cruise autism <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a lot of following the blinking lights and hitting buttons and like timing and like yeah, it's a lot. It's uh... high functioning autism. <laughs> uh, yeah, so right, uh, hey, maybe we can collab with somebody else on that. <laughs> oh my god! A deep pool. Yeah, deep pool of oh. content. Uh, I I have uh, some more. Uh, horror movie type movies uh, as well as a couple documentaries. But Mama K, did you have any other things on your on your uh, ketchup list? I have no other movies, but like Nicole, I have gone down a couple of rabbit holes. All right, let's do a couple more rabbit holes and then I'll things. wrap us up with some movies. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Because uh, I have n- no other no other movies. Um, wow, you guys really slack when I don't assign things. Because I was gonna like, oh, maybe they're watching the free time, and, and and Jess is watching Argyle. That's what's happening. Like that's the, the dude. <laughs> I watched Tetris. I mean, okay, well I know, but we, okay. Yeah, um, I feel like I watched something else too that was two and a half hours long, but I can't remember what it was, and your dad was not any help on that. So, um, so I got heavily into Harlan Coben things, which is um, British. Uh, not spy, but like mystery things. Fool me once. Um, oh, and like then, an Idris Alba British mystery. Yeah, was kind of. TV show he, he did again, but without Idris Alba, which if they yeah. Could just... I never watched. <laughs> I didn't that. watch that Luther. Oh, I really like Luther. I watched it. Oh, oh. I could get. I could get into that. Movie. Download it when uh, you're gonna go somewhere. They made Luther well, a movie? I thought next... it was a TV show. Uh, I'm sorry, TV show. Uh. It is a TV show, yeah. Um, and then we started watching, talking about, somebody was talking before, oh, Argyle, where she lost her memory, and then she, it wasn't, she didn't know she lost her memory. I just, we just watched The Tourist, which has Jamie Dornan, and it features Australia, which makes me never in my life want to go to Australia, because it's the outback, and it looks terrible. It mm. looks like the desert, and awful. <laughs> And he doesn't have his memory during the whole thing. And he's uh, misnamed, sort of like Argyle. He's called a tourist, and he's literally not a tourist. He's, you know, something else Ooh, entirely. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's a good one. There's season one out now. They said they're going to do a season two, but I hope they don't because it just ended perfectly. Um, Pieces of Her, Tony Collette. I always like that. We're halfway through that, and that's Wait, a thriller. Wait, I think I saw a preview to that. Remind me what that is about pieces of her she's uh it's hard to describe because that sounds like a, a show you two would talk like that'd be like a you two thing to talk about like that's one or Possibly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like she's I a she's in a witness protection program and we just find out stuff every episode about her past and where is on. the streaming on uh pieces of her is apple i think I'm confusing it with pieces oh. of a woman with vanessa kirby from a couple of years ago 
That's a good film. I don't know what that is. I mean, it's an okay movie, but she's very good at it. It's mostly okay. boring, but the courtroom scene is good. And the big one is Traitors. Traitors. Not Tra- like Traitors. Traitors. Traitors um, with a D sounds like something I would watch. <laughs> yeah, Nicole's well, watching Traitors. It... You're watching Traitors. <laughs> right. Well, and everyone I've talked to that I've said I'm watching Traitors, they think I'm watching a show about like trading furniture with people or you know, <laughs> that kind of yeah trading spaces you know decorating like no traitors it's like people who are you know good and evil um i'm watching that... traitors it's about the first three tour de france's so you know we're all watching <laughs> traitors traitors what are you watching um, those are great and and i can't wait for the next there's one that's live right now i can't wait for that episode i've watched the british version i watched the australian version what is it about again? American I was version. just making jokes. I don't even remember what you said. Trait, trait. It's traitors. Traitors. Yeah, it's reality TV, and twenty-two to twenty-four people get together, and they go live in this castle in Scotland, which is amazing. And three of them are chosen to be traitors. Traitors. And the the game is about whether or not a traitor can get to the end. They kill somebody every night. Oh, uh, it's like who done it? Oh, it is like who done it? There you go. There's our next show, Nicole. You got to... oh. <laughs> Traitors. Traitors. Um, <laughs> and your dad was like upset that they didn't actually kill people. And I'm like, this is a reality show. They're not going to. Oh, actually... He's going to. When the Hunger Games happens, he's going to be like, finally, they're actually doing it. Like, <laughs> that's when he would well, finally was watch saying reality that TV. Squid Game might be the one for him to watch if he wants to see people actually get killed. They are so. making Squid Game the reality show if they have. Did they make that already? I have no idea. Yeah, they so can't idea. kill people, though. That. Yeah, or they do don't that. really murder people, but like you do, say, like it's an endurance games, right? Yeah, some of, and some of these things are like that too. There's the American one has like all people from reality TV, like the housewives and the people who are on Ooh. Big Brother and Survivor mm. and those kind of people play it. So they're gamers, basic, you know, a lot of gamer type people. So. So funny, anyway, the whole ecosystem of those people. There's like a whole like there's some of there those totally people that, have been, is. That, that have been on like twelve different shows and like ever. Oh, oh, it's like like they're across. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a well, whole. Well, the Road Rules Challenge has been on for twenty five years, and the same guys are CT is still on it. I don't know how he's got to be sixty years old almost. Bruh, mm. CT is on the Traitors. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta watch it! He's on the Traitors. CT and Banana Man. No one else is calling like it Traitors. Everyone else is just calling it Traitors, like regular people. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but nobody knows what it is when I say Traitors. Mm-hmm. Some other guy called Banana Man or something, too, is with him. Or... <laughs> traitors and Banana Man. Yeah. CT. It's like Joey Bananas. Joey Bananas, that's him. Oh, <laughs> uh, you actually Banana know about Man. these things. I don't. I feel like Jess right now. Is this is this what you feel like when we talk, Jess? Because like, I have no idea what they're. I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> Nicole, you have to start watching it. It's on Peacock. Mm, I will. I, I, okay. It's better than Brian Christopher Sloth's. Um, so no offense, Brian, if you're listening. I might have to check that out when I'm done here, though. Not gonna uh, lie. I'll close this out with some films then. I mean, I like that you guys I like that you guys are watching things and you have opinions on them. That's always nice to hear. But uh, I'll close this out with a couple <laughs> movies. Uh, Cat Person on Hulu right now. It is oh, no. like a it's like a trashy romance stalker uh, comedy. Yeah. Okay. Nicole watched the ending half with me so you can chime in on your thoughts. I thought it was Greg from Successions in it. Greg from Successions in it. Yeah. So Greg Egg? 
Greg Egg is yep. in it. And so okay. the whole Amelia Jones is the main character. She's the girl in Coda, another Coda reference on this episode. The mm. the one in the family that can hear. Oh. And she um and she works at like a movie theater. And then one day Greg Egg comes in and she d- hits up a conversation a little bit, like haha, not really, like a little bit. He gets her number and they start texting and they're like, oh, having a nice relationship. And then they go on like dates and they don't have like their chemistry's weird and off. And like she keeps thinking like oh like he there's something wrong with him like is he like uh, he, she thinks he's like a stalker or like he might be like a murderer like she keeps having all these like visions of him doing horrible things and then later on in the movie we get him being like she's so cool on this thing but then I meet her and she's not who I think she is and she's like le- leading me on and sending me weird signals and so it's I think it's supposed to be like a modern dating like here's dating through an app and here's texting each other and like and then you meet in person and then you have such a weird not chemistry relationship i think that's supposed to be the point of it but it plays more like um it, it's much less tactful than i'm explaining it's much messier and like stupider playing out like on screen like the characters are much more heavy-handed with their actions and i don't think they're very it's i don't think it's very finessed and then the third act the part that nicole saw is probably the weakest part of the movie like i kind of it's so crazy that it's i don't want to spoil it for people who want to give it a chance cat person on hulu it's it's not bad it's got admirable things it's just it's it's really missing the mark on what i think it wants to say about like a modern relationship thing but uh do you have any thoughts on nicole the parts that you saw um, no, I thought it was kind of cheesy. It was mostly, it wasn't quite as cheesy before you came, like, you came in the last 40 minutes or so, and it was, it got, kind of got, fell off the cliff a little bit, but, um, Greg at one point does say, uh, he said, in a sexy voice, he says, a uh, good girl, so that's not a great, um, you don't really oh, want, boy. you don't really want that. You don't want no. Greg from Succession <laughs> saying good girl in sexy voice. Who's cat person? Who's cat per? um, uh, he is, I guess, technically... Greg is, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's actually a good little thing. There's parts of this that are good. It's based on a short story that I read about a little bit afterwards because I was like, there's like parts of this that are really interesting, but like it's so, it's handled like sloppy. It's made by the woman who did the the Spy Who Dumped Me, that Kate McKinnon, Mila Kunis mm, movie. Yeah. So it, feel, it feels like just like the wrong, per, maybe the wrong team to bring this kind of, I don't know. There's something there, but um, kind of weird and bad. Uh, and then All Fun and Games, which has Asa Butterfield. I feel like people know him from... Something and uh, Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things, the the girl with the the cheekbones, uh, the sister, and uh, it's like a horror movie, and it's like it's like Salem, and this is more of just a warning not to watch it. It's really un, it's undescribably bad. <laughs> All fun and games on Hulu. It's like it has a couple like faces you'd recognize, but it's and it's got like a weird voiceover. And it's, it's like a student film put together. It's like a, there's a curse, and the kid gets cursed, and then the babysitter gets cursed. But, like, nothing no. happens. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's pretty it's pretty bad. So that's kind of more of a warning. Don't watch that one. And uh, I'll, I'll close this out on a couple of documentaries. Uh, what do we got? We got, you know what? You know, I'm going to scrap the documentaries. I was going to do the documentaries, but I'm going to do a different thing. Because the documentaries are not worth talking about. I'm going to end with Corner <laughs> Office. Movie we saw on the plane coming back. Nicole saw it with me, so she can uh, talk about this briefly. I thought we talked about that already. No, I was saying the the plane movies we actually saw after we recorded the last one because we recorded the last one before we went off. So we had not talked about Corner Office yet. A John Hamm movie. John Hamm. Everyone likes him, right? Madman, mm. tall gentleman, uh, Don Draper. And so in this, he is he's 
like a uh, office drone kind of guy and he gets a new job at like this dimly dinky little office doing whatever and that and he's the whole movie is pretty much a voiceover of him in his head and we see him at his desk and he's like I'm I take 55 minutes of work and five minutes of break time and I'm doing all these strategies to get ahead of this co-worker this co-worker does these things and they annoy me like it's very like that like his inner monologue we hear and some of it's kind of funny like oh skewering office things and then some of it's like oh like he's a crazy person that is overthinking everything and the whole clutch the corner office is that there's a door and he goes in it and he it's a corner office like an old school like 70s leather chairs nice looking corner office from like an old school thing like a madman thing and uh he's like oh it's a nice office and uh he takes people to it other co-workers uh to like talk to them when they like irritate him basically to try to like get leverage on them like to be like i like i'm a i'm the one in charge here kind of thing and you find out very quick in the movie like 20 30 minutes in he's not taking them anywhere he takes them to a wall and stands there staring at the wall imagines a whole conversation and then these co-workers have to go back to their desk and be like this guy just brought me to a wall and stared there and thought he just had this thing with me <laughs> so he goes to so you're like what, what the fuck and he goes to his boss and the boss is like like the boss is like a stereotypical asshole boss he's like i don't know like this is weird like i don't know what's going on here and you find out like all the co-workers are right and john ham really is a crazy guy and but the guy but john ham does a pretty good job so the boss is like we're just gonna keep him around and He's not bothering anyone, so just let him keep going, doing this. I'm describing it, and it makes it sound interesting, right? Nicole, was, Nicole, was it interesting? <laughs> was corner office interesting? You lost me. <laughs> he gave you a lost. very detailed description here. Um, it's about, it's about basically, a guy who envisions things that are not there, and it creeps everybody out, and no, nothing's being done about it. Really, that's it. I needed to add the other context, though, that it's like... <laughs> It's presented in a way that until that 30 minute mark, you're supposed to be it's, like, oh, it's rather boring. It's rather boring. <laughs> it is. It is. Unfortunately, after the reveal, because for some you reason, you fucking talked about that whole thing just to agree that it's boring because it's is it. But doesn't that sound like an interesting lead up? Like, oh, he takes them to this room and he's like, oh, like, well, it's like what? Like, what's going on? Like, what is he really imagining things? But they tell you right away he's imagining things that everyone else is not. And then he the movie goes on for another hour and you would think, Oh, how, how does the movie go on? Well, he like t- that sounds crazy. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like, just find a way to do that. The- <laughs> Jesse sounds so uh, disappointed. <laughs> like you said that with uh, pain in your voice. They just, yep. they just find a way to keep going. No, like, like <laughs> I agree. This would have been better. This no. probably would have been a better short, but it is that kind of like, Ooh, I do want to see what happens next. Like, Oh, he's this crazy guy, and but nothing happens. It's the, is the problem is they don't know. <laughs> They have nothing to say about that. They're like, oh, what if the crazy guy kept working? And it was John Hamm. So it's like, you know, he's a big guy. He's They make him un-John Hammy in this. Like, they try to make him not, like, suave. Like, but he's still huge John Hamm. He's enormous. So it's just, it's very, eh. just, it's a misfire. Yeah. But it was, I don't know. There's something, again, it's like the other one. There's something there that I'm like, I, I wish, I wish something was different here that made it better. But it's not quite, it's half-baked, so. Uh, corner office. Mm. If it's on streaming, you could do worse, but you could do better. And I'm gonna save the documentaries because they're not really that interesting. We're we're running I have low on one that I forgot. Oh, okay, please. Um, Jess. I thought your call would have dropped. You guys now, both so. rec- um, <laughs> recommended Elemental. I did watch Elemental. 
Okay. I don't okay. think I liked it as much as you guys did. I still think Soul and Inside Out probably beat that on the scale of um, Disney movies, but I did really enjoy it, and I thought it was. Would you cute. watch it again to give it a second chance and maybe see things you that you missed? Yeah, I would watch it again. Because yeah, we both didn't lo- not not love our first watch, but definitely rewatches were. I mean, it just kept kept getting better every time. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to turn it off. Like, you know. (laughs) It's cute. I like it a lot. It's uh, it's interesting that you liked Inside Out because I I think the three of the rest of us, we've all done the Pixar shows. Jess, you're not usually on those, but none of us are big Inside Out fans. Like, no. I loved Inside Out. That's so, when we do Inside Out 2. I've been watching a while, though. Maybe you should rewatch that. Maybe I don't like it as much as I remember. I remembered. Oh, no. Soul is amazing. Soul is above. Yeah. I wasn't making you try to re-guess your your opinions. I was just like, it's it's interesting. I hate it. We, it's interesting. We we always talk about the other three of us are always the Pixar crew, and 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 Inside Out's a liked Pixar movie by most, but none of us are ever there to defend it because none of us have the reverence for it. But Inside Out two coming out sometime, sometime soon this year. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing trailers for it. Right, well, we'll have yeah, to dip, everything's we'll have been to trailered for two years. Yeah, and that's good. Another reason why we're doing catch up because we could do a full episode on Argyle if you'd like. I mean, I don't really think all the things I just talked about. I I said everything I want to say, and I got to only spend three or four minutes on them because I could talk about the traders all night. Just saying. You can talk about well, the... I'll watch some, and then we can get together again. Yeah, that's maybe on our next. Watch the guy playing uh, slots. Brian Christopher. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe on the next episode we'll have our we'll have all watch just like this time we'll have watched some of the other things the others saw. And we'll catch up on the next things. In the meantime, if you have things to recommend to us for full episodes, which will be coming right back around beginning of March, right after this, uh, Films with Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore podhost, where as of this recording, the tournament's still going. We're in round two, I think. Maybe round two's wrapping up right now. Um, Um, I think everyone's in it, except maybe Jess. I don't really think... Don't know if Jess is. I think Jess is actually the weak link in the in the group this year. I think everyone else has got quite a few movies. But um, anyway, uh, Brennan underscore Podhost. That's where the tournament is. Uh, And if you have things to recommend to us, films with the women in my life. Films with the women at gmail dot com. That's the email address. So thank you guys for catching up with me. Jess, we can catch up in real life. That's fine. We can. I didn't. I didn't know you meant. <laughs> you got to check yeah, which group. You got, you got to check which group chat it's coming from, so you know which kind of ketchup I mean. So uh, yeah. yeah, I still need to get my present. I know. I know we, we do. We have you. your. We have your <laughs> gifts from our trip from Antarctica, but we haven't. Yeah, no, they're, they're. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. This is Brennan signing off. Saying thanks for listening and enjoy your. Movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.